for you all. We talking about football. Dak Prescott, huh? <laughs> yeah. As we proceed to give you what you need. First and foremost, shout out to everybody who hit that subscribe button. Shout out to all of the notification squads. Watch y'all squad up. Let's continue to grind and shine. It's Friday, baby. Yeah. Come on. Let's roll with it, baby. We're going to talk Vikings. We're going to talk Dak Prescott. We're going to talk about it all. And if you're new here, if you're brand new, just relax. You rolling with the nation. Let's go. They say ain't no party like a cowboy party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But never duplicated, baby. It's one love nation, the Dallas Cowboy. We like to tell the haters, just lean forward a little bit. Come on. I want me some glory, help. No doubt, Jerry. Understand that this team is the team. Shout out to the mighty Ezekiel Elliott, by the way. Come on. Yeah. Appreciate those who follow me on multiple platforms. We're here live on Facebook. Twitter, Twitch, salute to the Instagram, IG. Come on. Yep. They say, ain't no party like a cowboy party. Yep. 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 The name is Law Nation once again. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Shout out to your pose with the with the donation to help elevate the nation. Uh, we're going to listen to Jerry Wayne and things. We're going to look at some of the film also on Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, we're going to listen to, I believe, uh, Eric Hendricks of the Minnesota Vikings. He was on one of those shows. I forgot the name of the show, by the way. But he was on one of those shows, and I got the audio. Uh, I come here to tell you guys that we've seen we've seen situations whereas Michael Jordan played with the flu. We've seen Brett Favre play with broken ribs. 
We've seen Tom Brady play with a torn ACL or slightly tear. We've seen Tony Romo play with uh, a broken ribs and, and bad back and these sorts of things, and they still came out there to play. Now, Dak Prescott is not just dealing with that calf strain. There was uh, uh, death in his family. May uh, his grandma rest in peace. So let's give a uh, moment of silence to Dak Prescott, him and his family. You know, uh, amen. Uh, they, they say absent from the body is present with the Lord, and I hope all is well with their family. So it's not just that, right? Every year, every year we go through trials and tribulations. And I understand uh, that a lot of people will look at this thing and say, ah, Dak Prescott. We got a comfortable lead. Let's pump the brakes. Let's rest him. Like this is supposed to be a uh, a situation whereas, hear me out, Cowboy Nation, that this is not NFL football, but this is NFL softball. And it comes to the situation whereas, hear me out, that the Cowboys should be comfortable with their lead. And I get it. Some people say, well, law, I would rather for us to lose this game versus losing multiple games without Dak Prescott. And I tell, I tell people all the time, if you're coming in with the mindset that, hey, there, there could be a possible injury and you got to play with the caution mind and say, okay, I'm comfortable because we got the lead, I get it. I get it. But greatness, there's no great leader that sit there and say, I'm not going out there. Excuse me, Michael Jordan had the flow. He could have easily said, hey, I'm coughing. I can't go out there. Multiple situations and scenarios, even Kobe Bean Bryant, I believe he was sick one time. He came, he went out there. My goodness. But the world, the world want us to have this feeble mindset. The world want us to be so safe. And I get it. I absolutely 100% agree with the with some of the dicile mind is right i get it but you gotta approach each and every game like this will be your last you gotta approach each and every game like this will be your last the moment you say well i'm comfortable i'm okay i'm gonna lay in the bed for an extra day i'm gonna get my rest and i'm gonna be ready for the fight Next week. That mindset is a loser's mentality, in my opinion. Law, do you have anything to contextualize it? To say, well, you know, it's better to be safe than to be putting yourself out there in harm. In, in harm. Hmm. You know, they say, Law, you, you be preaching, bro. You be preaching. Can you bring something to contextualize what you say with some Biblical references, you know, uh, there was a certain ruler that did something egregious to another soldier, warriors, lady. So he felt bad about it, right? He felt real bad about it. And he said, you know what? What I would do is I'm going to take that particular soldier and send him off to battle, Matter of fact, I'm going to make sure that he's on the front line so that he can perish, so that he can 
not survive. But I come here to tell you that that soldier didn't only survive, he was killing multitudes of people. Warrior. And when they called for him to come back, he says, no, I would prefer to fight. I prefer to put it all on the line. I prefer not to be comfortable. I prefer to take it easy. I prefer to have things given to me. I prefer no greatness. Don't do that. But there's somebody that would disagree with me and say, no law. He should have took that offer. He should have came back home. He should have laid with his be his beautiful wife. He should have took on those responsibilities of listening to the leader. Y'all wasn't ready for that word, right? Y'all wasn't ready for that. Law, you look like you're in shape. Law, you look, because I got to eat right. Sacrifices have been made for me to even look like this. But law, you know, no, 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 no. You see, people don't, you know, people don't see you when you're shooting in the gym. People don't see you when you're working. But people are ready to ridicule you when you fall. But I come here to tell you, Dak Prescott been working. And it's, it's a difficult situation because we're dealing with money. We're dealing with sensationalism. We're dealing with fame. Hmm? Well, y'all ain't following me. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it's okay. Believe it or not, it's okay to have the docile mind. It's okay to be the sheep. It's okay not to be the lion because not everybody is built to do such. Huh? <laughs> but, it, but, but anything, I, I, I can't kid you guys on this. If you want to be successful, it's not easy. And if it is, you will lose it quickly. Let me repeat, you will lose it quickly. There's been cases and scenarios, people hitting the lottery for 30 to $40 million just to be broke in five years. But the person who worked hard, the person who grind, the person who got their hands dirty, never seen broke again. But I get it, though, Cowboy Nation. We're talking about a game, right? We're talking about a game. <laughs> now, <clears throat> if it is a situation whereas you roll out Cooper Rush, and, and I, I'm trying to give you guys some objective analysis or what have you, what should the Cowboys do? Well, you have two good running backs. You have a Solid offensive line. With all, all with all your pieces, you can say to yourself, you got Lamb, you got Amari Cooper, right? You got a good dual threat in tight ends. Then you got a team, a defense, that's not afraid to give the ball back to the offense, the number one offense in the NFL. So if you are looking for this opportunity to say, okay, well, law, 
uh, come Sunday night, there will be number 10 under center, then you will have to play a very, very conservative type of game. But it will be a situation that the coaching staff made their decisions, but it will let me know everything about this team. It'll let me know everything about the mindset. The mindset. Now, in my previous video, my previous one, I talked about that this team is different. And a lot of people are not used to this team being different, being coy with the information. Jerry Wayne and, and things still leak some things because Jerry is just Jerry. But Mike McCarthy is a person that like to keep everything close to his vest. He don't like to give the answers to the test. Some people, some peach, some people go to classes and they have the teacher that would like to give you some of the answers to the test. Right. But not Mike McCarthy. You guys recall his first year here. Let's take the names off the jerseys. Right. And we scoffed. We like, hey, we don't know. Hey, who's. Who's that number, man? Who's 47? Hey, man, somebody said, hey, who's 88? <laughs> People didn't know who 88 was, you know, because they were so used to being with the name. And one thing I can tell you, people are creatures of habit, and they like to keep things the same way, sleep on the same side of the bed, you know, <laughs> wash a certain side of their body first, right? Park their car in the garage in the same spot, right? Hey, what you doing parking on my side? What's going on? What's wrong with you? That's my side of the garage, right? Some people are creatures of habits, and I get it, right? But Mike McCarthy, he's changing out a lot of things that was already sold into the fabrications of the hearts, souls, and minds of this team. Excuse me, law. Do you have any more facts to that? Cowboys don't wear red jerseys in practice, right? They even made headline news. Cowboys now have red jerseys in practice. Breaking news. Da-na-na, da-na-na. Right? So many people like to have it close to the vest. That's the old administration. Let me know where I'm lying. But they would say, well, there's no difference between Mike McCarthy and Jason Garrett. And you know the craziest thing of it all, Cowboy Nation? Fourth and one or something like that under the previous administration. When the team is going to grow some cojones, right? When are they going to go for it? They never go for it. <laughs> and now we get a new coach. <laughs> with the philosophy, it's fourth and one. I trust my front five. I trust my quarterback. I trust my running back. We go for it. What the hell is he doing? Why is he going for it? Oh, why has he got so much on this one? You know, they want it both ways. I've seen multitudes of... Cowboy fans come at me left and right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get rid of him. Let's get rid of him. I said, man, the dude haven't even established his program yet, and you're ready to get rid of him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But they gave patience to the previous administration, by the way. His owner, 
General Manager Jerry Jones. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Good to be on with you. Now, we have a pressing question. How many people at the Star are dressed in Halloween costumes today? Because we've already seen a bunch up here at our office. Uh Do you have people dressed up in Halloween costumes at the Star? Do you know the way I come in? Uh, I don't see a lot of our folks as I come in. And uh, I come up to a parking garage, and so uh, I really haven't seen that many. The ones I've seen, I think it's 50-50. Okay. And you're not dressed up then at the moment? Hmm. We've got a couple of these guys out here that look like it's Halloween every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the game the game is Sunday night, Jerry. Halloween is Sunday as well. I've been trying to cancel Halloween, but my daughter keeps saying, no, it's not canceled. I keep trying to push it to Saturday. What do you suggest for those that want to take in the game and trick-or-treat at the same time? How do they do this? Well, I think you uh, uh, breeze out between snaps and uh, get you a trick, a treat, <laughs> and then uh, come on back in. Uh, uh, but really, I'd do both. I think it's possible. The other, the other thing we suggested to folks is walk around with their earbuds on 105.3 of the fan and listen to listen the game, to the game yeah. while they walk I around like with their kids. Yeah. All right. I like that, and um, I like that a lot. And then you could always, if they, uh, if you took your mask off, they might let you come in and see the last play if you <laughs> over there at the – uh, next door neighbors, but uh, generally I'd try to do both, but I wouldn't rob those kids of getting a chance to do some Halloween. Now, love some that answer. Hours, some, <laughs> some of my finest hours were tricking my mother and dad's and people's neighbors. What's your favorite candy to take out of your kids' Halloween basket? Oh, I like, uh, I heard a discussion the other day. I like that candy corn. I heard somebody talking about candy corn or that stuff. But uh, for some reason, that I, when I taste that, I think of Halloween. Now, you mentioned maybe somebody you go trick-or-treating at their house. They would let you pop in, watch the last play of the game. Let's say the Cowboys are on offense for the last play of the game. Who do you think would be the quarterback for the team in that play? <laughs> Well, you went a long way out of your way. I'd like to think that actually uh, to to set that up, but uh, good. Uh, which is good. But uh, uh, I'd like to think that can go, and and uh, we'll think that we's uh, uh, we'll see how things work at practice. But uh, uh, things are looking. Uh, I'd say things are looking good right now about that. Obviously, you have a lot of connections in the NFL, Jerry, and, and that's a positive sign from you. It's it's from us and from the people listening right now especially the ones that like to gamble, saw yesterday the Cowboys a two-and-a-half favorite to now uh, the Cowboys a two-and-a-half-point underdog. And we're I'm assuming Vegas is moving a, sp- a spread five points based off of Dak probably won't play. So you're saying if you're a Cowboys fan and you like the Cowboys, bet on the Cowboys because you think Dak's going to play? Well, uh, I'm, I'm not so sure how much of it's want to on my part or how much of it is factual. Uh, we really will need to see come Sunday, and that's a few days away, as you know. We'll have to take a good look at it at that time, but he's prepared to play, and he'll be prepared to play, and uh, he's doing really well. Uh, you get into, well, is he doing well enough to go out there and try and see how it goes? Probably. Man, y'all are dealing with an organization that makes money left and right and a bookie 
makes money regardless of what happened of the outcome, by the way. And Jerry Jones is the ultimate bookie of all times. If y'all don't think that we're finna make, not finna make no money on this one, ooh, I got land on the moon for sale, baby. Got land on the moon for sale. So you see how the Vegas had us at one point, oh, we gonna win this, and now we the underdog. Don't y'all know how much money is gonna be made on Sunday night and everybody, mama, uncle, Tupac and Biggie going to be at the edge of their seats waiting to see what's going to happen. I can guarantee you that last week was the lowest rating in the NFL. Why? Why? Cowboys didn't play. Oh, this week coming off of their bye. Oh, let's put the Cowboys at prime time slot. Oh, was that a coincidence? <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. What did Dak Prescott do last weekend? Oh, he went to the Stars game. What else did Dak Prescott do, Law? Oh, he went to a Halloween concert, uh, contest, whatever it was. Him and his boo thing. Law, do you have any pictures, evidence of it? Yeah. Oh, what happened first week of practice? Wednesday throwing the ball around all of the reporters that was able to see. Oh, he's walking pretty fine. Oh, he's, he's, he's releasing the ball pretty good. <laughs> Yesterday he said, I, it's not totally up to me. He said, if it was totally up to me, I'd, I'm a hundred percent playing. And I'm just kind of, I'm kind of curious on a, how much say does Dak Prescott have on whether or not he goes out there. And, and if he said, no, I'm going out there to play, would anybody stop him? Well, at the end of the day, uh, I think there's two questions here. Yeah. Uh, would would uh, he – there is no question that he's going to be the most pro uh, person on the planet to play. I think we understand that, the competitiveness aspect of that thing. For sure. Uh, uh, and uh, I think he feels like that he, if need be, probably could manage. But I'm getting in his head here now, and, and I don't want to do that. But, uh, uh, you know, some might say, well, uh, uh, that that couldn't manage that. He wouldn't be a little conservative with his use of uh, that leg. Uh, but but, but uh, I, I, I don't know about that. I think he's... Uh, uh, aware of what's at stake here and what's the future on the immediate future is at stake. So uh, I think his clocks would go off in competitive situation. That's just an opinion. Uh, <laughs> he's looking to the trainers. He's looking to uh, them to uh, give him some real good advice. Uh, we won't do too much uh, uh, technically about this. In other words, if you uh, shot an MRI or something like that, right. would that make any difference? And the answer is no. Uh, this will be more a feel for how it's feeling when he uh, works it. It sounds like Lyle Collins is going to be the backup guard tackle from what we Uh-oh. hear from Mike McCarthy. Is that uh, your sense of what Lyle will be on Sunday night? Well, I I, I don't want to go uh, uh, specific. I, I really do think that's place for Mike and his judgment there and see how uh, Lyle and see what they're doing. I'm talking Minnesota. So, um, uh uh, what I do like is that uh, I've always known that uh, 
the people that knew Lyle the best really knew his game the best. I thought he was as good or better guard than he was a tackle. And so uh, uh, if we do have that kind of flex with him and if Steele's play has given us an opportunity to get that position flex out of Lyle, he becomes that much more valuable, Lyle. Jerry, 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 boy, no one, no one know how to circumvent the information better than Jerry Wayne and things. And uh, appreciate you, J.D., for the donation there. Uh, he says a hamburger, but I appreciate you uh, for that hamburger and some French fries. Shout out to you, Gibson, for uh, joining the uh, the premium uh, membership there. Your name will be entered into the drawings for the C.D. Lamb jersey. All right, Cowboy Nation, here's the situation. Like I said before, there's no one that can circumvent information better than Jerry Jones. I come here to tell you guys that we've witnessed things like this before. Broken ribs, quarterback going out there with broken parts in a body, torn, torn. Was it MCLs? ACL with Tom Brady. Oh, we've seen Brett Favre lost his father and had every amount of excuse to say, hey, I'm going to sit this out, and I don't care what nobody say. From losing a loved one, that goes triple deep, especially when they're close to get out there to have his best performance. Right? But like I said, nobody can sell drama better than Jerry Jones. And he got the whole NFL and the Vikings at their mercy seat because now they're looking at it. They second guessing like, oh, these, these reports now. My God, even Cowboys fans are saying that can't plan. Oh, they got a comfortable lead. Don't you guys know that the Arizona Cardinals lost just the other day? And if you have the mindset to say to yourselves, right now we can take control of the NFC. Don't let the Buccaneers lose. And all we have to do is win out. And if we win out, if we go out there and dominate against the Arizona Cardinals, right, 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 we don't play against the Green Bay. But, man, dog it, if we dominate them, strength of schedule, everything else, if we do and we take care of our business and not worry about the NFC East, but worry about the NFC and win everything that we are seeing in front of us, don't you know that it's more valuable to have the playoffs every game at home going straight through through the Super Bowl? But the, but the people that is so hungry for an opportunity will say, hey, I will settle for a $45,000 a year job when you know for sure, based upon your resume, based upon your information and background, that you at least qualify for $95,000. But there's many of people watching right now that's been without a job, that don't believe in themselves enough to say, well, you know what? I'm going to take the $40,000. There's no success and comfort. I digress. The the stadium, Mike McCarthy was talking about how that stadium is loud and how he just he's like, look, I think it got louder uh, than the Metrodome was. What what's been your experience with the with the noise level up, up there in Minnesota? 
Well, we haven't played there much, of course, and it, uh, because it's new, but uh, it is loud. And uh, yeah, uh, but uh, you know, I think as long as you uh, expect it to prepare for it, and uh, we do, uh, then you can uh, uh, mitigate just how loud it can be. But uh, I don't want to understate it. Those loud stadiums, Seattle, uh, they can impact your execution. Facts. When you yeah. when we were all talking about last night's Thursday night football game, do you look at games like that with a different eye since the Cowboys, at least right now, appear to be right in the mix as one of the teams of the, the class of the NFC? Yeah, I, uh, I have uh, afforded myself the luxury of looking at them and saying, who would you rather play? Uh, who would be there, but I know they've got the same issues that we have. It's got a long way to go. And uh, the, the things that can come up that mitigate how well they're playing injuries specifically, then uh, you you really don't spend a lot of time thinking about, uh, boy, I hope this team wins or that team wins as far as the playoff. It's real early to start that kind of thinking. Uh, so I'm really just looking at uh, uh, what they do good and what they don't do good, and if we could uh, learn anything by some of the things that a Green Bay or some of the things that Arizona's doing. I will say this. Boy, they've done a hell of a job out there at Arizona. And uh, Murray, we're all proud of from this area, but uh, uh, they've really maximized his talent. And my hat's off to him uh, all, all the time. In coaching, that's a big talk. I maximize the talent, but doing it is a different thing. And they're doing it, so they're doing a good job in Arizona. Jerry, you traded for Will Greer at the end of training camp, and it sounds like Cooper Rush is still the backup quarterback. What has Cooper Rush been able to do in practice to hold off Will Greer from being the backup quarterback? He knows the system. Oh, I think he's just outstanding at executing our offense. Uh, he really makes outstanding decisions, uh, and he uh, gives us the ability, pure ability, to maximize our supporting cast around him. We don't have to compromise anything, whether it be receivers, running backs, or tight ends, uh, and we've got the full playbook with him. That's a big deal, and sometimes you uh, uh, look at uh, a temporary, hopefully, backup situation, and then you have to pare down what you can do with your offense. That's not the case with Rush. And so uh, he's, he's turned into a valuable backup. And our team, not just the coaches but the players, have real confidence in his ability to maximize the talent we have on offense. So uh, we've, we've, uh, he's had a good uh, mental uh, ex- going over relative to, well, would we be better off with some other solution to Dak not being out there? And the answer is no. Well, that's where you leave it at. I'm not going to give you guys the salesman use car breath on this platform. But we've seen with our natural eyes during this preseason. Are we talking about preseason, a game that, you know, you're really not doing a lot of, uh, you're doing a lot of vanilla stuff, right? You're doing a lot of, uh, okay, let's see if this can work. But we had Garrett Gilbert, Cooper Rush, and Benjamin Anthony Danucci. At some point during this preseason, Benjamin Anthony Danucci looked better than Kellen 
not a Kellen Moore, but uh, uh, what's his name? Cooper Rush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked better than Cooper Rush. And he looked at some point, at one point of this time in preseason, he looked better than Garrett Gilbert. And when the option came open for backup quarterbacks, a third of us was banging on the table like, come on, bring in somebody. Come on, we know we're going to bring in somebody. <laughs> but uh, to Jerry Jones' defense, he mentioned the same thing about Terrence Steele. And we all was like, come on, dog. And Terrence Steele proved us all wrong, right? Or majority of us wrong. So my only prayer and hope, if we do see Cooper Rush, It'll be of the latter. It'll be of the Terrence Steele, juxtaposed to what we've seen in preseason. Remember that, right? Explosive weapons. <laughs> and at one point, I believe, if I'm not wrong, it was Ben DiNucci. It was Ben DiNucci to score the first touchdown in preseason, right? And we're talking about preseason. Pretty much practice. Not a game. Practice. But um, Will Greer, uh, looking at his preseason tape, he had a he had he had a, a good run in preseason. So um the salesman breath though, man. The dude, the dude Jerry Jones can sell you that the moon is made of cheese, right? Let's be real with it. He can sell yellow snow, and I'm quite sure that there will be a line saying, mm, it's a little tart, but this yellow snow is pretty good. And you don't know how it turned yellow. Uh, oh my goodness, just look up the ingredients and you will see what Jerry Jones been doing to it to get it yellow. unanimously, whether it be the players, the coaches, Dak, everybody thinks I uh, got a lot of confidence in Cooper. Uh, Jerry Jones joined us on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, your home of the Dallas Cowboys. And, Jerry, I know there's a disgruntled uh, pass rusher, uh, and I'm not going to say names or anything like that, but I know the names of the Cardinals have been brought up because they lost J.J. Watt of trying to trade for this guy. Is there any interest in two different things? One, making sure the Cardinals don't get that guy, but also, you know, beefing up your pass rush a little bit or adding a player before trade deadline here this year. Mm. Well, you're being you're being uh, uh, cautious uh, relative to tampering, and that's good. Yep. <laughs> you're being so cautious, I don't know yeah. who in the hell you're referring to. <laughs> but the yeah. point is, point is, that's okay. That's okay because I can answer the question. We are really happy with our rush and our players, and we're happy with what's on the way with Lawrence, as an example, Armstrong, and we're happy with the young guys that are on the way. And so uh, it's highly unlikely that we would add to the pressure. When you mention Lawrence, do y'all have an idea on when we might see him back on the field? Uh, yes, but uh, that's just that. And uh, that won't help our conversation out because it swings two or three games. But uh, he's progressing well, and um, I feel good we'll have him. And there's no question where we are right now. We'll have him at a critical juncture of our season. And that will be as we get in in the back half of the schedule or the back third of the schedule and then into the playoffs. So I'm 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 uh, real excited about the kind of contribution and the lift that he gives us as we go forward. Now, I believe the statute of limitations has passed and we wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't follow up and ask 
Can you tell us about some of those tricks on Halloween <laughs> that you uh, were involved in? <laughs> you can't tell, well, Jerry. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Tell uh, me a story. I, I don't know why, but eggs uh, have, it sounds like Easter, but it's not. Because uh, throwing eggs was always a, a favorite of mine. And I got in a lot of trouble. I lived early. I lived on a very busy highway. And it was the artery from uh, the Little Rock, Arkansas area to mm-hmm. Memphis. And it was the main main highway, not a freeway, but a highway. And, of course, cars were blazing by, and I lived right on that. Well, I was raised in a grocery store. And so Halloween seemed like the best time to do it. But I'd take eggs and tomatoes and stand on the blind side of that store and throw those at cars going by. That was my best Halloween trick. I always, I always have problems throwing <laughs> eggs, Jerry, because they'd explode my hand before I got it out of my hand. I, did you, that ever happen to you, or that you always delivered? You have to have a slow hand okay. with an easy touch, and then you put the power to it. <laughs> Amazing! I love that answer so much, Jerry. Thanks a lot, Jerry. Obviously, uh, I mean, you've got our number. If anything else comes up about Dak, feel free to call us at any point. <laughs> Got it, guys. Enjoyed you. Thank you very much. Jerry Jones. That's Jerry Jones, man, on the interview with 105.3, the fan. Uh, feel free to uh, go to this website link. I'm going to post it below. Shout out to you, Alex, for the donation there. Um, we're going to post a link there so you guys can uh, witness the entire video without me pausing and rewinding. Shout out to you, Justin, alive. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, don't rest, Dak. The weeds can uh, take take over the garden. I, I feel you on that. Uh, I, I feel you on that. Uh, Alex uh, says, shout out to Law, Ashaniqua, Pookie, Ray Ray. I've been here, just been able to say that. Uh, I wasn't able to say that. Shout out to you, man. Thank you so much, man. Kaniqua, keep doing your thing and watching. Appreciate you, Alex. Thank you so much for that. Uh, and shout out to everybody. Uh, earlier, I believe, this week, um, I've restarted the TikTok channel, and I was like at 128 subscribers. I, I really thank you guys for growing the platform because we hit over a thousand so far, and right now we're at 1,328 on TikTok. So uh, I'm not doing the dance moves yet, but you know, stay tuned. I'm making you know do a little dance move, a little TikTok dance move when I hit 2,000 or so. But I really appreciate each and every last one of you all for jumping on my TikTok channel. Uh, and, of course, we keeping it Cowboys. You see Cowboys everywhere. I'm everywhere, baby. That's Law Nation Sports. Uh, we got some things out there uh, for everyone to see and enjoy uh, videos on the TikTok. And uh, for those who like my shorter content juxtaposed to my long-form content, TikTok is all short content, so I can't have long-form content there. So uh, if you want a shorter version of Law, Go over to TikTok and my IG Instagram page, of course. Uh, and salute to all the other people that's on my Facebook page. I, I really appreciate you guys for helping me grow there. So uh, we are multiple platforms and Law Nation Sports, man, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we got to get there, baby. Yeah, I, I see somebody say, greedy, KD, yeah. Uh, I want that number one seed. I don't get, don't get me wrong. But what is the number one seed with your quarterback limping into the playoff? Because we are greedy. <laughs> I, I get it. 
All right, so let me ask you this, KD. If he takes off this Sunday, and if he still if he still need rest for the next week, do you say, okay, let's continue to give him rest for the next week? And then you take off for the next week. Do you say, okay, let's give him rest for the next week? When at one point, at some point, when is enough rest will be a rest? You know, or let me say this. Don't you know when you play football, and I know you played football before, KD, that you are always at risk. And I got a little news flash for everyone. News flash. No such thing as being 100% in football. You're not going to get there. Uh, you, you're going to always deal with some type of injury. And when you favoring one thing for another and you have that resting on your mindset and you're not playing to your mindset at 100%, then lo and behold, Nine times out of ten, you wouldn't have made it to that level anyhow, right, to the NFL pro level. You're always going to be lingering with something. Let me repeat, you're always going to be lingering with something. That's life, you know. That's life. Yeah? <laughs> but I pray for this, this, this to go away. Nah, dog, you're going to be dealing with something. Old folks right, man, and, and, I, and I really listen to old folks. They say either you're going through a storm or you're coming out of one it's it's just it's just reciprocal you're just going to continue to go through one or in or out of the other um i I do like uh uh, movies by the way and uh what was that movie batman and it had to do with the uh the mask he was beating the hell out of batman and he thought that if i could make it dark (laughs) batman will be in his elements batman will be able to beat the mess out of him right what was his name and he said, man, you think that I'm supposed to be as scared of the darkness? I was born in this darkness. <laughs> I grew up in this darkness. I'm paraphrasing for, because I forgot the word for word. But this is my element, baby. Pain is all I know. And he continued, bang, yeah, bang. You know, you got to, ha- look, you got to have that warrior's mentality. You do. Oh, man, you do. K-Mac, appreciate you. Let's hope Brown has a good game. Cousins will be picking on him. <laughs> you ain't lying. Cousins will pick on him. We need a good pass rush. And if we own the clock in the run game, we should be we should be good. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, let's see. Health in the playoff goal. We could be the best in anyone. Um, yeah. I, I Look, and, and this is the thing. This is the thing. I'm not here to say I'm right. I could be on this point one million percent wrong. Now, it's just my core beliefs, right? It's just my core beliefs. My, I can't look. I go all the way back to say this. Those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. I'm not out here to say I'm 100 percent right. Just like the, uh, the, the, the talk points of whether or not Lyle Collins is a right tackle versus being a guard. Um, yeah, uh, Terrence, he says, I was raised in the darkness. I was molded in it. Yeah, that, that's the right word. Oh, my God, yeah. I was raised in the darkness. I was molded in it. I love it, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes you root for the villain, right? Um, just like the Joker, you know. You kind of rooted for him at that, on, the, on the Joker movie, right? That was a real good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Joker. Not the other one, but the Joker. Uh, the other one was still good, too. 
But um, I just say this. It's not up to us anyhow. We do not make any decisions for the Cowboys. You guys are here for my opinions at the end of the day. I'm not John Stephen Jones, and I'm not Will McClay, nor am I Jerry Wayne Jones and things, right? <laughs> right? So these are just my collective thoughts. If Joe Philbin feels that Lyle Collins is better suited at guard and to be flexible, using his position of flex at right tackle, then those are his decision, Cowboy Nation. Y'all come here to give – to, to, to get my opinion and my analysis. It's not who's right, Boss Cowboy, the OC versus my dog, Vodge Lombardi, or versus my dog, Big Game James. All of those guys are my boys. But as a, 100% that they feel that they're right, they just as close as being 100% wrong because they are not listening to them on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and beyond saying, let's listen to what he has to say. Let's listen to what law has to say. Let's put this guy in because he said at this moment, this is where we wanted to do. That's a multi-billion dollar organization. If they feel or felt that these guys, including me, 1,000% right, Jerry Jones would be knocking at my door with an offer, and it better not be 40000 right? <laughs> <laughs> or 97,000. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, I'm going to be like, Jerry Wayne, dog, you know, you got to have to give me, oh, no, 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 no. You got to pay me, baby, <laughs> for my opinion and my analysis, right? So that's just how that goes, Cowboy Nation. Um, but we can look at the tape and we can see from our analysis and from our point that this team, boy, they've been on the page on the good part of it. Ezekiel Elliott, I don't think that he get enough praises as he should. And, of course, Tony Pollard doing his thing. Don't get it twisted. Tony Pollard doing his thing. And the front five working as a unit on the same page. Bay, bay, they doing their work. Bay, bay. They are. And the cut individual aspect of Ezekiel Elliott working all offseason to get down to 218 pounds. One could argue he looks more like 216 now. He probably lost another two pounds, right? Uh, but Ezekiel Elliott been running like a man on fire. Appreciate you, Graham, for the $8 donation on the PayPal. I really appreciate that. Uh, and that goes a long way. But the vision, the cut, the read, this team is going to force a team to get out of those two deep safety looks, by the way. You're going to have to have that one uh, high safety. Man, one, that's what they're going to play. And whether it's Dak Prescott or Cooper Rush, baby arm Coop, he's going to have to get that ball out to Amari Cooper that's on the edge who got that safety rolling his way. Oh, excuse me, Cowboy Nation. He's also... Going to have to figure out a way to get that ball out to Lamb. Yeah. So, look at Ezekiel. Look what he's doing. Look who you came to see, everybody. <laughs> Shout out to Tony Baker. Watch out to do. He catched the ball out of the backfield. He's averaging 5.1 yards per. Five total touchdowns this season. Not bad at all, Cowboy Nation. Not bad at all. Five of them. I got five on it. 
You know, that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing over here. You know, wrong button. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Excuse me for hitting that wrong button there. But, yeah, get, get out the way. Yeah. Here we go. Look at Ezekiel here. Stretching it out to the edge there. Putting the ball in the belly of Ezekiel. You saw that? Y'all saw that move right there? <laughs> yeah. So this team is doing a lot of things in a good way. Uh, and let's look at the front five. Putting their hands on everything, hat on hat, and allowing the running back to go through his reads, go through his, go through his uh, landmarks, planting their foot and getting upfield. Stiffy. Uh, yeah, let me get on out of bounds right there. Yeah. So we're looking at all of those things, Cowboy Nation. We are. Uh, shout out to those who made the donations. Shout out to Ezekiel Elliott. Um, and I'm going to have to come up with a Tony Pollock cut up next, you know. That's how that thing works, too. Um, shout out to you, Cowboy fan only. Appreciate you. Law, it's just an opinion. And, yeah, 40K ain't cutting it, Jerry Jones. Yeah, 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 you know, 40, not like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Appreciate you, Cowboy fan only. So um, <clears throat> when we look at everything, this team, regardless of what we talk about, they make the necessary adjustments. What are the adjustments? And be sure to follow Cowboy fan only. Uh, that's my guy over there. I mean, we growing every year. We growing every year. Um, and I love seeing us speak boldly with our thoughts. Right? Right? And and I, I like, I like uh, when, when this uh, movie came out, The Gladiator, and it was talking about how Rome was just a whisper, the city. It was just a whisper, but they continued to build, stacking, stacking, and then before you know it, they became a bigger city. Bing! They was put on the map. Law Nation started off just a guy that's sitting at his coffee table talking about the Cowboys. And now look to your left and right, right? So nothing happens overnight, right? But speaking of overnight, let's talk about this guy, and I, I really like him as well, Amari Cooper, who battled through some injuries, right? Y'all got enough time here? Y'all okay? Y'all all right? Let's talk about this one. How much that bye week help everything heal up? Uh, the bye week helped out a lot. Uh, I, I'm good to go. Now, your quarterback has a calf strain, and we've already established that you have hurt everything on the body at some point. So I'm sure you've strained a calf. Power rank it. Where does that fit in with the, <laughs> with the other body parts? Uh, I'm not sure I, I strained the calf. I, I can't remember if I strained the calf or not. No, I don't think so. Oh. Is that – how many parts of the lower body have you not hurt? Um, Everybody's done a hammy, right? And you've done a quad, I'm sure. I've done a hammy and a quad, yep. Feet, ankles. Yep. What about like a uh, a glute? Have you heard of glute? <laughs> the, um, nah, <laughs> not a glute. No, not not a glute. Sure. no glutes. Now, Amari, I don't know if you heard it. I, I don't want to make it all about injuries, but uh, it was interesting, uh, you know, watching the sounds of the sidelines from the Patriots game. Your, your teammates were talking about how much of a warrior you've been fighting through different stuff. 
What, what allows you to do that? You think and continue to play it at, at a high level, uh, you know? Uh, and, and do you see that as, as something that's just about being a football player, or is there something different about the way you can still get it done? Um, actually, I haven't saw that um, the sounds of the sideline from the Patriots game, but wow. Um, you said what does it say about me? Yeah, yeah. What's the, what's that say about you that you're you're getting the respect of other football players? You know, and th- these are other tough guys who play through injuries too, and even they're like blown away. Like, man, Amari's a warrior is the exact quote. I forget the name of the guy. I believe it was Anthony Brown said it to Micah Parsons, and it was your was that fourth down? Was that uh, fourth quarter? The slant? Yeah. You caught the ball, and AB was telling Micah, he's like. Uh, I forgot all your injuries, but he's like ankle and Yo. knee or whatever, and he's like, that dude is a warrior. That goes to show you too, Cowboy Nation, that when you focus and you locked in, you're not even watching highlights or clips of yourself. I love it. I don't think that Amari Cooper is lying to kick it, you know, but if there's something about me on a national TV, I'm going to peep around and look at it. But Amari Cooper, he's focusing in on getting myself body and everything else in order and getting back out there. Another case in point, I've seen many and many of people saying that Amari Cooper, uh, he's injury prone, right? He's hurt always. And on top of that, he's not valuable to the team. But when you go back and watch the tape, you see that safety top that we were talking about that's on the top? They roll coverage to Amari Cooper's way, even with slightly bruised ribs, lower body extremities as it relates to hamstrings, He's a warrior. They locked in, Jay Worthy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I can only tell you the, re- the reason why I choose to to play through every everything if I can. Um, tell us. I just I just want to be great. Like I want to be um, like when it's all said and done. I, I want to be the best player that I could possibly be, and I know the only way to do that is you have to put up those numbers because that's Who what people people not going like when you're done playing. People not Lord Brunson. What do you say right there? King Ken, what's it say? Uh, who comes to your show first? Bad Dog, Louis T, or Lord Bronson? Oh, you, you, you reminded me. Okay, you reminded me. We did the, and this is a segue talk right quick. We're going we to play the Amari Cooper's uh, uh, interview here, right here in a few seconds. But you did remind me, King. I have to go back and listen to those boys uh, round table, we had a discussion of whoever lose the most amount of games that they said that they predicted. I think it got to be probably Lord Brunson because I think that he said that his team is going to go 11 and what was it? Uh, did he say 11 and five, 12 and five? Yeah. He said 12 and five, right? So if they lose one more game, I know he's going to have to come over here to the nation. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have to talk about that conversation we had, you know. Um, I think that Louis T said that his team is going to go 12-5 and five or something like that. So we, we'll be waiting. We will be waiting. If they lose one more game, and um, I think that uh, my dog, uh, Bad Dog, he had them hit the – the Giants only losing six games or something like that. So, so, so we'll find out. We got a couple more weeks. Appreciate you, King, for reminding me. Y'all keep me, y'all keep me informed now. You know, on on the other team scores. But let me see if I can go around here. No, 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 it's right here. 
Cowboys five and one. <clears throat> I'm not sitting here saying that we should be comfortable, kick up our feet, and relax ourselves and just only party on down because they are four games behind, right? We've seen crazier things happen, right? The, the, the Green Bay Packers 71. I'm quite sure Minnesota is going to try to give and bring forth their best. They are not going to show any mercy for the Cowboys. They're looking at it like they're three and three. Hey, they're fighting for a wild card situation. They know for sure that they got to get out of that grace hood. But if they can just come down and punch the, uh, punch the, the, I guess us in the mouth for one good time, they are four and three. Now they can look at it like, hey, we on a momentum. We on a three game run right now, and they'll put us at five and two. Just like that, the team that you felt that you can rest your guys on are now looking at a situation whereas that at the end of this season, by them beating you out in a head-to-head matchup, could be, dare I say, whether or not you go back to their stadium in a playoff game or they come to you. So that's why I do not look at this situation and say, oh, we got 11. How many more games we got left? 11 more games left. Hmm? And we say, oh, we got the lead. We can just put up our feet because we are leading in our division. Hmm? New Orleans feel confident that, that if they can put a mark on the Tampa Bay, because Jameson Winston came out this week, said, I'm familiar with Tampa Bay. They four and two, and they pretty well coached, by the way. Oh, we'll be rooting for New Orleans to beat Love the Tampa Bay. Law, keep up the great work, my brother! Double exclamation mark! Flex biceps, Flex smiley em. face, flexed biceps. Boy, who that is? Who that? Appreciate you, Irby. Appreciate you. I'm gonna bring some energy, by the way. <laughs> it comes from my beard. <laughs> Yeah, that's where the energy come from. You know, I shouldn't have said that. You know, people going to try to cut it now like they did Samson. You know. <laughs> Appreciate you on that one, though. Thank you so much. Look at this thing. It's a tight race. Rams 6-1. New Orleans 4-2. and two. Minnesota 3-3. Three and three. They got every form of their mindset. We're going to give them our best shot. Hmm? No days off. No days off. But why you don't want to let them? No days off. Mark Cooper, why you roll out there when you hurt? I want to be great. Michael Jordan, you got the flu, man. Why don't you chill out, man? Why don't you take this supplement, this medicine, sit this game out? I want to be great. Brett Favre, your father just passed away. Why don't you just stay at the house, stay at the crib? Relax. We got this. I'm playing in honor of my father. Tom Brady, man, you would never win a Super Bowl. You would never, ever win a Super Bowl. Without Bill Belichick, or excuse me, Bill Belichick. You got a torn ACL, MCL, whatever it was. 
Why don't you sit that one out, man? Brace it up. You 40, man. You already got enough accomplishments. You are already a Hall of Famer. Why don't you sit out, man? You being greedy. And he inflates the ball and he goes throws for another hundreds and hundreds of yards. Right? Steve Aaron McNabb was playing with all type of broken bones and elements. Took that team all the way to the Super Bowl. I, I, I wish McNabb would have got that extra yard, right? But we would know about the mentality of this team come Sunday night. I'm gonna watch, go back and watch every single game you played in. You know they gonna, they gonna go by the numbers, and so I know I have to put up um, some 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 really good numbers, um, and so that's part of the reason why I choose to play through everything. Obviously, um, another reason is to to um, to ensure that we have the best the best chances at winning, mm-hmm. um, and so that's why I choose to play. Also, because I know what I can do on the field. So, as a former receiver, I like that you put the uh, the winning second <laughs> yeah. right after the stats. I can appreciate that. That's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just being honest. Like when I, you're when always I, honest, man. <laughs> you're always you're too honest. Hey, he do, uh, George. He do sound like Jay Z. <laughs> All right, hey Amori, you're our inside guy. CD got fined ten thousand mm. dollars. Did you have to walk up and put your arm around him and, and tell him it's okay? You know, I mean, tell <laughs> us tell us the reaction. And I I guarantee you, he I bet you he came up to you and said with that letter in hand and started talking to you about it, right? Did he? Did he? <laughs> yeah, he always talked. Man, the thing about CD, I've never seen I've never seen a young a player so young get fined so much. I think he's gotten fined. <laughs> wow. He's gotten fined like every week this year. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and it, it's very confusing to me because I'm like, yo, like, do you like money? Like, do you do you, do you like getting paid for playing this game, or do you might you must just love playing the game? Because I mean, he get fine every week. I don't understand, but I mean, as long as he's having fun out there, then uh, I'm good. So, is it is it the uniform violations? Because he's kind of got the college half shirt. Thing kind of working is it? He always gets fined for something. On it's his always it's always uniform violations. Yeah, yeah. Like it's always yeah. if it's not, it's a uniform violation. Like every week or almost every week. Yeah, and the fines are pretty significant. Yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy. But if it's not a uniform violation, he's usually doing something like on the field, like the waving, which was right. it, obviously that was ridiculous. But Facts. Uh, him coming from college where you can still kind of crack back, he got a couple of those. So. You know, he's been getting, like, little nitpicky stuff, but, um, Cowboys, hey, I think he'll learn sooner or later. Yeah, but Were d- you saying that was yeah. ridiculous that he did it, or it's ridiculous that they got fined? Ah. No, it was ridiculous that he got fined for it. Oh. Um, yeah, it seemed like Mills was talking to him all game, and they yeah. kind of had a friendly back and forth, and a, a smile and a wave cost you 10000 bucks. Any word on what Mills was doing to, to get that kind of yeah, a reaction? Yeah, what's good stuff? Just talking trash. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Can, do you think CD can fight? Because we we got the audio when he's waving at him. He was he was saying, "What are you gonna do?" Are you gonna like, do? Those, are, <laughs> those are fighting words. Do you think yeah, that CD can fight? fight okay. man, of course. Okay. Of course, he got that dog in him. So everybody who got that dog in him could throw some hands. So yeah. It's Amari Cooper here on 105 Fan. So I have to ask: Do you have that dog in you? Can you can you get after a little bit? Come on, man! I used to box, so ah. oh, oh, okay. I didn't know <laughs> about that. Nothing. Uh, was that was that uh, what age? Uh, you know, what kind of uh, accomplishment? Yeah, middle school. 
So, 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 which one he gonna fight? Which one of them Paul brothers he gonna fight, baby? Oh my goodness, Amari Cooper, off season fight. Is it gonna be Jake? Is it gonna be Logan? I don't know which one of them brothers. Which one of them brothers can get those one two combination pieces right there? Hmm? Which one of those guys that be doing those those fighters? Y'all let me know. It's both of them, huh? Is it? Cool. When's the last time you had to beat somebody up? Or not? maybe not even full beat somebody up, just kind of put somebody in their place. Uh, high school. High school, for sure. Was that on or off the field? Uh, on the field. What they do? Mm. What was their, What was the reason that you mm. had to hurt someone? Just just talk, just talking like they were bigger than what they were. Like, it was funny. Like, yeah. So do you do you like to go to do you like to go to fights when you have time? Are you a, a guy that you know the pay per view stuff and all that? I mean, can you yeah. sit down and do a, a podcast on boxing or something like that? Is that I, kind of a I, fan I, you are? I I I'm, I won't say I'm like an expert at boxing because sure. I haven't been in that um that that space in a long time. But um, I went to the um, the Canelo fight, uh, his last fight. Canelo. It was actually here at AT and T. I went there. Uh, it was a very cool experience. Did you uh, did you go compete in boxing and stuff like that? Any? No, I, well, I I grew up at a like in a boxing gym. Like, we had a boxing oh, wow. gym right by wow. my house. It was oh. the the PAL. I don't know if you know PAL is the Police Athletic League. They yeah. have this like they have different um, sports you can join that are a part of PAL. Uh, any uh, a lot of people who grew up in inner cities uh, know what I'm talking about, but. Um, yeah, we had a boxing gym there. I used to train a lot there, but I, I never fought like an official fight. But I did a lot. I trained so much, and I sparred a lot. Um, but uh, the thing is, I, they, like, they wanted me to stop playing football because they, they oh. thought I had a, so much potential. Wow. Um, All right, so what weight class? 6'2", 215-ish. Uh, so what weight class he in, Cowboy Nation? What weight class he in? 6'2", 215, or, or would they have to get him down to 200? You know, y'all let me know. So I was like, nah, like if I would have started boxing before football, then maybe the love would have been different. It would have superseded football, but I, I started playing football first. So, so what Gavin was asking about your toughness, do you think that's where you got your start with your toughness? With the boxing? Man, that ain't easy to do. Your feet going to be quick. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm, it was easy to do for me. Like, sure. Uh, like, you get hit, but they don't really, like your adrenaline running so much. They don't really, you don't really feel it. You just in that competition mode. Like when you're a competitor, you don't really like. You just focusing on the competition as opposed to getting hit. You know. What what weight class don't Paul brothers in man? Uh, what weight class they in? <laughs> I don't feel like typing in their measurables. What weight class those guys in? They they look about what? They look like one ninety something, right? One ninety five. 185. What weight class those Paul brothers in? Logan and Jake or the other Paul brothers? Let me know. Yeah. It's Amari Cooper here on The Fan. When you see the next opponent on the schedule, do you automatically know who the corner is that you're going to see most of the game and, and how that matchup's gone in the past? Not all the time because I, I'm not – like I don't keep up with other teams. I don't keep up with their trades in the off seasons and stuff like that. So sometimes it's new to me. Sometimes obviously the bigger name guys, you know. So it'll be probably Alexander or Breland uh, this weekend, from what I can tell. A couple of Clemson guys. Do you have history with them? Is is there something extra on it when it's a Clemson guy or another another player from a big college? Nah, it's never. I'm so far removed from college that wow. I don't even yeah. really think about what school someone went to. Um, it could be a 
it could be a cornerback that went to Bama who I didn't play with, like, and it wouldn't be like I wouldn't feel any type of weight just because I'm not like I'm not playing collegiate football right now, you know. Yeah. Amari, different. we're looking for some big stats this weekend because um, neither one of those guys is very good. I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> uh, really do you watch? Do you watch any baseball? Uh, no, I don't. That's one sport I to, I don't know anything about. I don't know anything. Okay, that's about great because my next question was: Are you at least familiar with baseball? And the answer to that is no. <laughs> no, because so that's great. I, well, that's great. I'll tell you why. Um, I always wanted to play baseball, mm-hmm. but so. Growing up, when I started playing sports, I never stopped. Like, I was always in the sport at any given moment. Like, there was never a pause because um, all the sports I played would overlap. So, like, after football season, well, basketball basketball would start um, before football season ended. So, when my football season was over, I'd be, like, a week or two late for basketball. And then I would be playing basketball, and then track would start before basketball ended. So when I ended basketball, I'd be like a week or two late for track. And so I would always just hop in every sport like that. Um, uh, And I say that to say uh, track was always during baseball season, always. And I was really forced to run track. Like I didn't really love track, but I was good at it. So the coach would always like force me to run. (laughs) So I, I was never able to play baseball. It sounds really tough being so good at so many things. Yeah. I can't relate to it, but it sounds like it was a real burden on you. Uh, are you are you familiar with the word bullpen in baseball? Uh, it's where the relief pitchers hang out until one of them has to go into the game. They hang out in the bullpen out in the yeah. outfield. So right? I've heard bullpen a lot, but I didn't know that was what it was. Yeah, so the relief pitchers are sitting down there, and when the starter starts getting in trouble, somebody out there will stand up and they'll start warming up. PETA... Uh, wants us to change the word bullpen to arm barn because I don't know something to do with bowls. I just wanted to get your thought on this really hot topic in the political arena. Wow, I don't know much about it, so I, I don't really have a comment on it. Okay, good, good. strategy. Well, how good about thing. a comment on this then? I'm going to ask you uh, it, who of your receiving buddies would be the best brother in law. If you had a sister and they were <laughs> married to one of your oh. and one of those receivers was married to your sister, who would be the best be brother-in-law Cedric out of that Wilson group that you work with every day? All right, so when you say best, I'm just going to go ahead and think about it like the one that I wouldn't have to worry about. Right. Right. The responsible, the, the, the guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> not he, going to do anybody at, wrong. At the holidays, man, you're like, hey, when I'm oh, I, that, my that's God. my guy right there. I, I don't have to talk bad about him at all. Simi. <laughs> Without a doubt, Simi? he's a sweetheart. <laughs> Listen, right. You ain't got a word about Simi, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say about Simi? Yeah, I mean, he's missionary. a Mormon. He's a uh, he's um honor code. Yeah, yeah, he's a fundamentalist. He's a fundamentalist. So, so he does everything by the book. He's had a kind of a just a you don't just nothing to have to worry about him at all, right? Nah, you ain't got to worry about him. Trust okay, me. well then, who would the guy that you wouldn't want to be your brother in law? <laughs> don't man? don't say that? anything. Don't. Uh, everybody else. Everybody else. <laughs> yeah, good, good one. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper with us. Do people ever tell you you sound like Jay Z? Because they keep texting into the show that you do every time you're on. Yeah. So I heard that. Um, I was doing another radio type thing like last year and somebody said that um and then i've I've heard it a couple other times too could you do uh like 99 problems for us or (laughs) just your favorite song (laughs) better boxer musician (laughs) or basketball player yeah oh that's um well i'm not a musician so um 
but boxing and basketball, I was, I was, I would say I was decent at both. What, what, what kind of a uh, a basketball player were you? What position? I played the one and the two. Um, I like the two better, but coaches always wanted me to play the one because he ain't no got no handles, dog. Take well, the ball probably from can, me. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like yeah. it a lot. At what point did your goal switch from becoming a pro to being one of the greats? Mm, that's that's a great question. That's all we do is ask great questions. Here. <laughs> yeah, you know that, right? Yeah. Good interview yeah. so far. Um, okay, so I was in the um, seventh grade. Um, wow. Jeez. I was in the seventh grade, and, um, you know, you always had hope that you'd make it to the league. But um, when I knew I would make it to the to the NFL was when um, I was uh, – we was doing a drill, and I was going against a DB. I was at receiver. And the, the DB, he just couldn't jam me for nothing. And the coach was getting mad. We had a pretty athletic coach. He was, like, maybe 30 at the time. And he just got mad, and he got in front of me. He was like – he was like, you got to put a hand on me. He's like, this is how you do it. I'm going to show you how to do it. Come on, Coop. And then the quarterback said, hi. And I like killed him off the line. <laughs> I can believe that. And he was like, this was before our first game. He was like, oh, sh like that. He was yeah. like, oh, shoot. Yeah. He was like, you better do that in the game too. <laughs> and then that's when I... That's when I knew I would make it to the league because I was like, this guy is like, this guy is a grown man and he's mm -hmm. like, he's pretty athletic. Like he, he's always demonstrating drills for us. So if I can, I can do this to him. I know nobody my age could ever guard me or probably anybody two, three, four years older than me. That's how I was looking at it. So that's when I knew I would make it to the league. And I guess um, after that, after I knew I would make it to the league, I guess I would say that I started thinking about not only making it to the league, but uh, just being one of the greats. Amari, when's the last time you got fined? I'm just thinking about how you say CD gets fined all the, all the time, so it sounds like yeah. you try to avoid it. When's the last time you got fined? That's what I was telling him. Like, earlier this week, he was talking about the fine. I'm like, man, listen, I don't – I go out there. I don't care what I wear. Because they get fined because they, they, like, they trying to be, like, swaggy on the field and i'm like <laughs> yeah that's cool you know what i'm saying but i ain't trying to do that i'm trying to keep all my money in my pocket like <laughs> um, but i only got fined once and it was like for some socks like i was i was wearing too many different colors trying to do what they doing now mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. but never anything in game just the one fine that was in the that was in the game yeah um but then i, I didn't have to pay anything because usually your first fine you can appeal it and they usually just waive it Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Amari, okay, in your career, have you played in Minneapolis? I, not, probably not much, right? Have you ever made a trip up there for a game? Um, worry about to play now? Yeah, in Minneapolis up there, yeah. Couple, we played there last year. Couple, we played there last year. That's right. The game was last year. My bad. Great my, question, Brian. Great question, Brian. I'm thinking <laughs> the game was at home for some reason here, but it was man. Okay, yeah. we were talking about the Viking horn. When that Viking horn blows, have you, have you heard that thing before? The, the 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 big sound that they make when something. I don't recall. I don't, okay. I don't recall. Well, this is like a terrible line of questioning with me, Amari, and I'm sorry about this because, like I say, my experience with the yeah with my experience with the Viking horn when they blow this thing, it's this loud horn. There's usually something bad happening to your team. Oh, that was the end of that interview. Oh, that was that was the off the chain interview. Shout out to 105.3, the fan. Great, great interview by those boys over there. I had a blast listening to those guys. Shout out to Amari Cooper. Shout out to um, Brian Brothers and Jeff Cavanaugh, man, for doing their thing uh, on 105.3, the fan. And what I pulled from that is that Amari Cooper is a true and true gangster, and uh, he want to be great. And uh, his coaching 
from his youth gave him hope. And, and I tell people all the time, man, coaches go a long way. You know, I, I, re, I recall my track coach. I mean, he, he poured upon his, his knowledge and his wisdom upon me, and I still reference what he showed me, coached me, taught me, and, and gave wonderful advice to to this day and uh, and may he rest in peace doc woods man uh he was always that guy it was like a father figure uh for for uh me and my brothers man uh and shout out to coach woods man uh round of applause to coaches that's why that's why I, I tell people all the time if you're a coach make sure you let me know so i can put that name in front of your title it should be up there with doctors, lawyers, and and everything else that they kind of give, uh, you know, respect to. You gotta, you know, you don't just be a coach and you have people to call you by your your, your first name. I'm gonna always say, coach, coach, uh, and I, I agree with Dion Primetime Sanders. One of them, uh, he was uh, uh, in an interview, and somebody was just calling him Dion, Dion, or or Prime Prime, and he was like, Nah, you gotta call me coach. You got to call me coach. And the guy continued to just, to just say, Dion, he got up and walked away. You know, respect goes a long way. Respect goes a long way. So uh, stand tall and believe in what you believe in. But shout out to 105.3 The Fan. And shout out to that coach who gave Amari Cooper hope. Can you imagine if that series never happened and how hope and confidence and faith, whew, you know, that goes a long way. People fail to realize that. And it can be the smallest of the smallest things. And that's why I always try to be uh, objective with my analysis and reasonings and try to give you guys some of my thoughts uh, from where I grew up from. And shout out to Natchez, Mississippi. Uh, and let's go, Cowboy Nation. I got um, – I want to play this one. This is Kendrick's uh, interview, and I'm just going to play a little snippet of it tackles in the league of any player playing the sport please welcome one of our favorites on the show vikings linebacker eric kendrick what's up eric what's, what's up, up man what's up hey, i didn't even know i was number four i guess right now so that's pretty cool that's it how about that we got your stats don't worry we do the work you just play your game we'll tell the stories <laughs> and we'll make sure that you know that you are the fourth leading tackler of all active players which is a cool story and a cool stat but this team is in a very cool moment in time vikings are hot one two straight but dallas has won five straight you guys you're welcoming them it's halloween night sunday night talk about this one and what this opportunity for you and that vikings organization has on the national stage hey it's prime time you know what i mean so uh we got to come to play uh, obviously dallas is a good team but you know we've been in some close battles so uh, i think we've, we've been tested throughout the course of the season and i think we're ready to just you know break through well, we looked it up. Your Vikings lead the NFL in sacks. There's another stat. 32 teams, nobody has more than you. But Eric, now you look at this, I imagine if you're watching film this week, it's like, all right, Dak and Zeke and all these receivers, like they have a deep, talented offense. How do you even begin to form a strategy of how are we gonna hold these guys under 30? They're good. <clears throat> Yeah, I think that's just their, I mean, that's their plan. You know, they have they have guys that obviously can play football, so it's just uh, the fact that they just, they, they know what they do, they do it well, and they get the their, their, the ball to their guys. So it's just a matter about, you know, knowing what, knowing the situation of football, uh, getting pressure on the quarterback, and, and just running to the ball. Appreciate you. Do you think we are solid enough at DT, or should we make a trade before Tuesday? New to your show, love your stuff. 
Appreciate you, K Mac. Uh, thank you for your observation there. Um, hmm. <clears throat> I hate to break this to you, but the Jones family, they already lamented. We love our guys. Oh, I'm lying. They said they like, but we get it. We we know that they love them. And they they have this mindset. And even though we have Brent Urban out and uh I get it, but they like what they seen out of Carlos Watkins and they 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 feel that Tristan Hill is turning the corner in the right way. And then you got the reemergence of Navel Gallimore who can play positional flex. He can play at that one or at that three. And they and they live it about Ghoston's um, ability to be at three and at the edge. So this team is really looking at this situation, saying, we're good. We don't need to spend any more money. And I know you're not going to get a lot of clicks from me when I say that. And I can probably do a, a, a rumor has it type of uh, show and we have 5,000 people watching. Cowboys are in positions to trade for Quentin Williams. Everybody, mama, uncle, Kurt, and cousin, and Shirley will be up in here talking about, hey, Cowboys finna get Quentin Williams. And I can circumvent a full show out for that just by my wordings along. And I'm quite sure that we will have north of 1,000 people watching. But I'm not finna do that to you guys. I'm not finna put this out there to say that the Cowboys are interested and players that would not have a chance. But some people don't. Rumor has it. Rumors are always good. TMZs always sell off the shelf, you know. But it is what it is. Eric, let's talk Kirk Cousins here. Try to take me seriously for the next minute or so. Uh, he knows the Cowboys pretty well. He's played, played them with the Vikings and with Washington. Meanwhile, Trayvon Diggs has been picking off every pass he sees. It's as if the ball comes to him and lands in his mitts. So uh, will Kirk Cousins be the quarterback who breaks this crazy interception streak that Diggs has going on? Have you guys talked about it at practice? Um, I, th I feel like we obviously mentioned it, you know, going to the course, going to the beginning of the week. You know, we talk about the, the personnel and things like that. But, um, yeah, you know, I think Kirk's going to play his game. Um, you know, they have players. We have players. Let's just, I mean, I'm, ready, I'm just ready to battle it out. You know, quit talking about it. Let's do it. That was the end of that interview. All right, so <clears throat> shout out to Kendrick. He, he is a guy that we would have to pay mindful attention to a great mind of attention to I meant to say and he is a guy that flies out to the ball he got one speed and that's 100 and more you know uh nothing below that I pretty pretty much like his tape I, I look at it like this you isolate him everything else will crumble you isolate him uh I, I do like uh, uh Hunter number 99 but they're going to be spread out anyhow. I, th I think that we go when we go wide on our defense, offense. I meant to say, I think that they put a lot of stress on them to have principles to say, okay, even though Dak Prescott may not be as as elusive as as elusive as we've seen of the past due to the calf injury or what have you, they still have to respect the fact that you got your weapons lined outside. Uh, you have to have the uh, respect for. If especially if they go 12 personnel, it put all of those guys in duties to play man-to-man. -man. And 
even if they try to do a zone concept, Cowboys, boy, we got a quarterback that can pick you apart in that. So uh, Kendricks would be the one one of the guys that we would have to play pay close attention to, uh, Cowboy Nation. Um, but shout out to him. Thank thank. Uh, I forgot the name of that show. I think it's what's the name of the show. Uh, what's the name of that show? Good morning football. Yeah, shout out to them. And I know it's the evening time now. Y'all probably already heard of it many of times. Uh, Jonathan Johnson says, "Go law. Can we win this game without Prescott?" It's possible. I mean, we we won a game with. Uh, did we win? Yeah, we won a game with Andy Dalton. And I'm not saying that you you, you call Andy and say, "Okay, can you get out of your uh, funk over there and come on down for this weekend?" Um, and I'm not saying that Andy nor Cooper Rush are the same type of quarterback. But what I'm saying is anything is possible. You know, as they say, anything is possible, right? And you, you, you want to go to war with your troops. You want to go to war with your best. And that's just the reality of it. But from the mindset, from the mindset, you want your starters out there. Just like Amari Cooper said, I know that this team will have a better chance of winning if I'm out there on the field. I want to be great. I don't know whether or not the other receivers would have stepped up if Amari Cooper selected to say, hey, I got a bruised rib. Hey, my hamstring is a little janky. I don't want to pull it. If if you tear a hamstring, you out for the rest of the year. Right? Those are risks that you just have to live with when you're trying to win. But I, I come here to tell you, it'll be a lot of hogwash. Shout out to you, Lost Soul. It'll be a lot of hogwash. Hogwash, if you're focusing in on the Broncos, and if you're focusing on the Chiefs or the Raiders or this division. But it will mean everything if you're centered in and you focus in on just the Vikings. I would be the type of coach that tell everybody that come through that door, you haven't done nothing. But we five and one. You haven't done nothing. But we five. We lead it. You haven't accomplished nothing. What lead? Hmm? There's no trophies given out in October nor November. What are you talking about? I've seen and I witnessed teams being six and zero oh at this point. Not even making it to the playoffs. Hmm? I think it was the or five and oh, one of those teams. I think it was the Detroit Lions. Didn't even sniff the playoffs because they felt like they accomplished something. There, there will be people. There will be people to say, hey, we got a comfortable lead. Let's rest. 
and I did a video a couple of months ago. Law, why did the turtle beat the hare? You know, the rabbit really fast. Rabbit can move really quickly. But the rabbit saw that he had to leave. See, I'm going to chill right under this tree and relax a little bit. And it's slow and steady that wins the race. Not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong or mighty, but it's to he that endureth to the end. Enduring. You got an issue of blood. He's leaking. But I see the goal. It's a lot of crowded people. She'll be better if she just rest. She'll be better if she just lay down somewhere. Sit down. But as she was saying, if I continue to grind, if I continue to march, if I continue to block out the outside noise, if I continue to block out the enemy, if I can just get there, close enough to touch the hem of his garment. Woo! I can, if I can just get through Sunday night, if I can just hear the noise and us celebrate when we punch it in for the touchdown, it'll go over a lot of people's head. Go over a lot of people's head. If I can just get to that moment, if I can just get out there and play through the echoes of the whistle. Hmm? There'll be a lot of people that will say, nah, life don't work that way. Shoot, bull sugar. Life works just like that. I'm a witness. Shoot. I know some people that, nah, man, let me click off, man. This dude getting too real with me. Let me just move on, man. I can't stand that dude with that beard. Mama, they got that man spitting nothing but the truth. Hmm? <laughs> I love it because this is all what makes us. It's all that makes us. I, I, I've I said it before. Blind, crippled, and crazy. That's the only way you have to live this life. Law, what are you talking about? I got to be blind. I got to be crippled. I got to be crazy. But let me explain. Hmm? Blind enough to walk by faith, huh? Crippled enough to lean on him. Hmm? Crazy enough to know that he will make a way. Out of no way. Hmm? Came for one thing, you're getting another from here. Hmm? That's how we got to be. Nah, I'm good, man. I'm just going to take my stuff. I'm just going to take my stuff. I'm going to hide it in the ground. I'm going to take my talent. Because I don't want to lose my talent. I'm just going to hide mine in the ground. Cover it up. Cover it. 
So when he come back looking for it, I give it right back to him. Some people won't understand that, what I just said. That's okay. Cowboys. 460 yards, that's what we average game. Uh, and passing, 296, we're fifth in the game. Rushing, we're number two. We go all the way down to sacks. We're playing against a team that's number one. Them in Chicago, they, they tie for that. Turnovers, we number four. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a good one, Cowboy Nation. So, <clears throat> let's get this thing going the best way possible, Cowboy Nation. I, I think I stole enough of your time, right? I, I don't think that you guys like that other segment when I go slapping folks, you know. Uh, Cowboys will get their sixth straight start with a hobble Dak Prescott. That's the old guy story. Y- y'all let me know if y'all want me to keep going. I got nothing but time. It's Friday. It's Friday, and we might jump live a little later on tonight, you know, to do the uh, prediction scores. We have a call in and all of that stuff because, you know, law don't never sleep around here. <laughs> y'all let me know. Y'all want me to keep going or y'all want to get on up out of here because uh, we can get up on out of here. And before we do that, let me just play this quick commercial break. I almost forgot about those, my partners. Let's, let's listen to them right quick. Shouting out my partners at the game day. The Game Day is a new sports and sports betting media company built for today's fans. Check out the link in my bio or my community tab for all their great content and head to their website, thegameday.com, for the latest sports book promos, betting tips, expert picks, and sports book app reviews. Excellent. Good stuff. Appreciate y'all on that one, right? <laughs> Appreciate you, John. Coming off the top rope. Let me see what you got here. And, you know, uh, when you guys make that. And shout out to the game day, by the way. I uh, appreciate you, John. Thank you so much. Here we go. Let the AI speak. Supporting the nation. Hardest worker in the game. Enjoy watching on demand during my early morning workout. Appreciate all you do. Appreciate you so much, John. Uh, thank you. On your early morning Work out. That's what I'm talking about. Work it out, baby. <laughs> Keep going. Shout out to you. Noble's royalty. Appreciate you as well. Keep going. Let the AI speak it. Keep going. <laughs> All right. So listen to these fools, man. Uh, come on. Come on, thing. Why does this thing keep jumping over here? Give me one second. Give me one second. Here we go. Here we go. Making a trip with the team. Dak told reporters, quote, I think that would spoil the fun. So, Shannon, does Dak play on Sunday and do the Cowboys win? Dak plays, Vikings win. Dak doesn't play, Vikings win. Okay, what? (laughs) Oh, but I can't wait. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You better keep that same energy come Monday. Part about that didn't you get? I understood plays, both sides of that. Okay, good. All right. So that way, come Monday, not only am I going to get some D-E-W, I need it D-U-E. It needs to be due. Mm. The due needs to be due <laughs> on Monday. Mm. Two cases right now. Mm. You want it? I, I might get over the weekend a D-U-I on, on D-E-W. Because I'm... A- 
Oh my goodness, man! I might get drunk on dew because I'm gonna win you so gonna much. Win. I, you're not gonna win. I, okay. You know what Zim does? What who does? Zim, Mike Zim. Zim. Yeah. Wait, now he's Zim. <laughs> he's barely clinging to his job, and he's Zim. Yep, yep. I know Mike Zimmer from way, way back when he was the Cowboys DB coach. Okay. I'm going to be very specific about this. If Dak Prescott does play, and you said the other day on a scale of 1 to 10, you think it's a 10 that 10. he does play. 10. So Shannon Sharp is all but guaranteeing yeah. Dak will yeah. be in the lineup on Sunday night, Halloween night yeah. at Minnesota. Yeah, that's what yeah. Jerry told me. Okay, Jerry told you so, <laughs> and then Jerry, you trust. Yes, okay. exactly. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to the Cowboys, I do. Okay. <laughs> I do. So if, in fact, that happens, okay. I want three cases on my Dallas Cowboys because I got this. Oh, you oh, oh yep. you up? Did I say it, too? You want an extra case. Three cases three. on the Dallas Cowboys if Dak is able to play the whole game. No, yes. no, 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 ain't no whole game. If Dak starts the game, if he starts, I ain't oh, doing well, that. You thing. want an out? No, ain't no out. Well, what if he can't go? What if it pulls in the so, first season? So let me ask you a question. Does Vegas, is that how Vegas does it? Does Vegas say, well, you know what? The, the spread is three. But if this guy doesn't play, well, we know it's all the bets off. No. Okay. What if I told you all week? If Dak plays, they win. If Cooper Rush plays, they lose. If I'm Dak, on record. If Dak Prescott starts the game, I need the starts Vikings. and finish. No. Man, no. Well, why not? <laughs> oh, this is ridiculous. No. Well, th they're scared to death about him playing anyway. And by the way, if I had to bet on whether he plays or not, I would slightly bet not. Because all the signs that I was trying, all the tea leaves yesterday I was trying to read suggested he's not going to play. What did he say? It's not my call. He says they don't want it to linger. Well, they're looking at a three-and-a-half game lead in the NFC least. And I think Jerry is sitting back saying, you know what? No. We'd love to have the number one seed, but we need Dak for the duration. So let's shut him down for one more game and try to get him right to, for the stretch run here. Dak Prescott, you talking about T. Lee. Jerry Jones was drinking tea when he said what he said. <laughs> he said it's not even a thought in his process. It's mm. not even on his mind, his thought mm. process. It's not even there. Okay. So I'm going to take that man at his word. But I'm not going to try to give you no after caveat, no out, where you talk about whether Dak starts and finishes. No, 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 no. Well, well obviously, if, if he pulls his calf in the first series and I got Cooper Rush for you know, 49 50ths of the game, then I've, how am I going to win I've the never, game? I've never seen Fox bet place a bet like that. That ain't no prop bet. Okay. They don't do prop <laughs> bets like that. Okay, but he has a very iffy calf pull. Very iffy. So what if he tries and says, I don't think I can go? Do you want the bet? Dak plays. Somebody's shaking in somebody's boots I ain't boots shaking nowhere. There. No, I'm yeah. just not going to give you no out because I know that's what you want. I want you, you go talk about well, even, well, that would be the all-time valid, justified, authentic out is if Dak. Do you want the three cases? Skip? I do want okay, the three then, cases. Okay, there you go. We got the three oh, cases. You know what? I feel so sorry oh. for you because I've beaten you so badly with, with so much due. I'm so many cases up. I've lost track. It's somewhere up in the 30s. Yes. So I'm going to okay. give you a break. Okay. I'll say if Dak starts the game, I'm going to also think that he's going to finish the okay. game. Okay. And I got three cases on my Dallas Cowboys. We got three cases regardless. We got three and cases regardless. And the reason regardless. I got three on Dak Prescott is because he is now four and one against. All right. So uh, Michael Gelkin uh, tweeted, Cowboys Prescott is officially questionable to play Sunday, uh, as well as uh, Tyron Smith and Dorrance Armstrong. You guys remember last week, well, week before last now, 
Uh, Tyra Smith had that little snafu, and everybody said, oh, he's not going to play. And then he played. It was the same type of uh, uh, conversational piece that we are having now with uh, Dak Prescott's situation. Uh, Cowboys have a good idea by Saturday whether or not he will actually play this Dak Prescott. Uh, reading this comment over here, soreness uh, mor- um, morning not as, as, as uh, expected or what have you, given his uh, pushing himself on, in the rehab situation this past practice. Prescott seeing first team through walkthroughs. So uh, he's been seeing the first team walkthroughs. I, I tell people all the time that reps are very valuable. Let me repeat, reps are very valuable. So uh, they don't come easily. And when you're getting first-team reps, and if you're not playing, then what the hell are you doing, right? So they got a situation where the Cowboys are leaning to giving Dak Prescott those first-team reps. That's a whole other conversation now, huh? Um, expected Dak Prescott with limited practice today, officially listed as questionable on Sunday night against the Vikings. I love it. This is the first time. Uh, we're looking at this particular administration using the mind trickery. I said it before when uh, people doubted that Tyron Smith, would he play or what have you, the, the week that we was going into the um, the Patriots week. I said, man, this is the first time we are witnessing this team being coy with their injury report. We didn't have that type of mindset. We didn't have that type of mindset with the previous administration. Uh, just to counter that, like I said in my opening, we didn't have the mindset to take the names off the back of the players, right, uh, in, in practice or what have you. We have that mindset now. But, of course, you know, Jerry said, hey, marketing, we're going to put those names on the back of the jerseys, though. You know, but there's always room for, okay, I'm going to give you a little bit here, and I'm going to take away a little bit there. And I believe that's what's happening with the Cowboys. All right, so um, <clears throat> reported about an hour ago, John Machota says no problem between uh, Cowboys offensive lineman Lyle Collins and Terrence Steele. With Steele stand at the uh, right tackle this week, Collins, quote, I'm proud of the way Terrence has been working. He's been playing his ASS off, unquote. So uh, I love it. That means that, hey, he took the bigger part of it and said, hey, I congratulate Terrence Steele for holding it down for me, right? So Terrence Steele got another opportunity to play. Now, this conversational piece about Dak Prescott and uh, Terrence Steele versus Lyle Collins or Connor Williams versus uh, Tyler Biotis or Tyler Biotis versus Connor McGovern. All we got is opinions, and I love it. I love it because just by the information that they are working with, working with Cowboy Nation, of being coy with their information, make us the underdog in this situation. Boy, I love it. Williams says Cousin is 1-4 against the Cowboys. Wow. Wow. That's Rush versus Dak, yeah. Um, Davin Cook ain't getting 100 yards, I feel you. Um, Zeke and Pollock combined 180 yards rushing this week. This is from Big Low. I love it. Kirk Cousins, who I will call Kurt Cousins today <laughs> because he's more Kurt than Kirk okay. to me. You, you, you just bet three cases on Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins. Good luck. Did you, hold on. 
He was supposed to have he was supposed to have a better record than what he got because they missed a walk-off against Arizona. You mm. saw that. Everybody saw that. Mm. It just ran up almost 600 yards against Carolina. They did. Now, now Carolina got a good defense because yep. you was singing their praises. Mm. You was no, 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 no. no. Uh, 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 Shay Sharp, won't you do me a huge favor? It's going to hurt you a little bit, but it's going to feel good to me. Uh, uh, oh, now you said that the Carolina had a good defense? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Lean forward. Just, just right here. praises mm. when the Cowboys did what they did to Carolina mm. and how good a defense it is. Mm. Now, when Kirk Cousins hangs almost 600 yards on him, now you're talking about they're not very good and he isn't very good. But your day was coming. Mm. Y'all, I don't know how I don't know how the Cowboys always manage to, coming out of a bye week, play on a Sunday night. How is that possible? Mm. You did they, Do they call Commissioner Goodell and Jerry's like, you know, hey, we're coming out the bye, we need to be on a Sunday night. You know what? It's the same way LeBron gets to play 12 of his first 15 games at home, and the first two road games are at San Antonio. And That is for Shea Sharp. From my understandings, Cowboy Nation, excuse me, but didn't the Vikings had a bye week last week as well? Y'all let me know. I, I, I want to see somebody in the chat. They say, yeah, man, the Vikings had a bye week too, you know. I, I want to know because I, I could be wrong, but the Vikings didn't play last week. Right? Appreciate you, Bart. Not Scott, though, but that's Bart Reddix. Appreciate you. Yeah, they had the bye week, too. At Oklahoma City, way to go, LeBron. Are they teams? Are they NBA yeah. teams? Yeah. Uh, barely. They don't barely yeah. nothing. But, Skip, you got to realize now, you look at Thielen, and you look at Justin Jefferson, Good. who's better than you know who. Mm -hmm. You know that. I know that. Mm -hmm. Dalvin Cook can run the football. He can. And that defense. Mm-hmm. Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa. Skip, you ain't going to challenge that? Is he really saying that Justin is better than C.D. Lamb? It's pretty good. They lead the league, or they're tied for the lead in sacks. Mm -hmm. So Dak could be up against it, limping around on that uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers Memorial pull calf. This man ain't seen the man practice. He ain't mm -hmm. seen nothing. He already talking about the man going to be limping. You okay. ought to be ashamed of yourself, Skip, so trying to say Allow this. me to demonstrate how close Dak Prescott came to being 5-0 and against Kurt Cousins because the only Cousins victory was at Jerry World on November 10th, a Sunday night in 2019. Gotcha. Do you remember this? Yeah, I won't do on it. Of course I did. Dak starts out at his six-yard line, if we could see this, and just drives him right down the field. This was vintage Dak. He goes to Randall Cobb for 20 yards. Yep. 
And then he goes to Amari for 10 yards. I'll take that. Way to go. And then it's Gallup for 13 yards. Dak is getting hotter and hotter. And then he goes back to Amari again for 20 more yards. This is just hot-handed Dak at his best. Then he's got Jason Witten for eight more. And then here we go to Amari again for another sweet eight yards, which puts them, here we go, second and two at the 11. They're down four points. And guess what? Hot-handed Dak gets the play call, and it's not throwing the football anymore. It's handing it to number 21. Could we see the next Well, you try to burn some clock. You try to burn some clock. Oh, let's hand it to Zeke. At this point, the highest-paid running back in pro football, and he goes zero. Zeke for zero. Man, they have no blocking. Okay, way to go. And then we try it again. We say, okay, that didn't work. Let's try it again. And Zeke goes minus three. And I'm saying, let him throw the ball. Okay, now we we were all saying that one. He's out of okay, his mind hot right now, and so he does throw it, but guess who he throws it to? Zeke, and it's not open, and it's like, what are we doing? That's fourth down right there, and that was ball game. We had him on the run and on the ropes, throwing, 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 and then we go three straight plays to Zeke, 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 and that's when it began to become apparent to me that Zeke <laughs> was no longer Zeke, that he came back from Cabo in his holdout. He got the most money of any running back in pro football, and it looked like he was running in Cabo no, saying the next uh, the, That man didn't have no block. The the nope, 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 nope. Not going to let both of those guys say that, but I want both of them to lean forward just a little bit. Alright, so that game, Dak Prescott was throwing the rock all over the field, and it was a good one. Uh, it just that when we got to two, second and five, they tried to run, 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 and it was crazy uh, down that field. And he went through the scenario, me watching the clips, reminded me of one thing here. That was the previous administration. It was a big voidance of utilizing both of your running backs, by the way. Tony Pollard, that was his rookie year, I believe, right? 2019, Tony Pollard, he was just sitting there wasting his talent on the bench. And I look at it like this, Cowboy Nation. Ezekiel Elliott is having a hell of a year, by the way. One hell of a year. Uh, His cuts, his reads, his ability to run in between the splits. Oh, my God. He's doing everything, planting the feet right. Oh, excuse me. Ezekiel Elliott is doing a hell of a job, by the way. Let me see if I can pull the clip back up. Look, let's just look at those clips right here. Ezekiel Elliott running, rumbling, and bumbling. Hey, the offensive line, different offensive line coach, by the way. Oh, excuse me. Different head coach, different philosophy on how we attack. And shout out, shout out to us being more balanced. I tell people all the time, let's continue to be balanced. Let's approach this thing the right way. And on that drive, I was looking at Jason Witten catching the ball. And it seems as if, though, he was running in quicksand. And I'm not trying to sully or denigrate good old Jason Witten. But we got two tight ends that can run circles around that guy. As it relates to his age and his time frame with the Cowboys, I'm not trying to sully or denigrate him, by the way. But what I'm saying is, collectively speaking, the Vikings, they got to be concerned of this guy by the name of Dalton Schultz who can block. 
sneak into the backfield as well. Oh, Jarwin. When you do line up, when you do line up single high, who can stretch the field? Nine route, he can do that thing. He can run a nine and your boy, Schultz, can run that seven real easily. So this team is not the same team. Case in point, what we did to them last year, and I know it's different, right? We didn't have a Dak Prescott out there, but we were still able to run the rock with both backs. And one can argue that that defense of the Vikings were a little bit better the previous two times. Hmm? So this team, we're going to run it. We're going to be looking for number 23. I think his name is Xavier Woods. Hmm. Run right at him, right? This is going to be a good game. I want people to get the popcorn ready, right? And it's going to be drama game, right? Because everybody's at the edge of the seat. Sandy, with number four, lace them up, right? I love it. I love seeing this Cowboy Nation. So that's just how it goes from here. Let's listen to more of these fools. The man in the backfield, okay, Skip. So, so that's the one game that Kurt Cousins survived. And would you believe that in every game they've played, in all five games, Dak has had a better QBR every time than Kurt Cousins? Would you believe that Dak's average QBR against Kurt Cousins is 73 while Cousins has a 57? 73 to 57. 57 ain't that bad. I know, it's not that bad, but he's outplayed him every single time according to QBR, and you just bet three cases sure on <laughs> Kurt Cousins. But you Congratulations. I, but you and I both know Dak has always had the upper hand. He had the better team when he was in Dallas versus Cousins mm. with the uh, Washington football well, team. Well, did he? I'm not sure about the rookie year team. I'm not sure about that. And do you remember what happened? Game number two, we didn't <laughs> even know what Dak and Zeke really were at that point. And Kurt Cousins has us on the ropes and is going in for a 10-point lead early in the fourth yeah. quarter. Do you remember this? Oh, call? man, you got this. Do you remember oh, this? Do you remember this? Yeah. He went to church. Church. He went to Barry Church. Thank you, Kurt Cousins. That was the they throw of the year. That made the Cowboys season you, right there was that interception. They're in quarters. Kurt, why you know good way you can't hit that on the backside? Yeah, okay. If their quarters are not on that def- uh, in the defense of Cowboys, Kirk Cousins. You know, it always tickled my 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 mindset, right? When when they 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 moved the goalposts back, and they would they will come out and say this right here before the game. Oh man, the talent level is just the same. But after the Cowboys. You know, fatality. Oh, the level of competition. The cowboy was just too dominant as it relates to overpowering the opposing team, the opposition. Right? <laughs> we haven't had a, a a true and true healthy offensive line since 2015, actually. But you can say 16. But every year, the Dallas Cowboys, good offensive line, the greatest offensive line ever. And then when we lose, oh, oh, you see, you know, they always moving the goalposts, right? They always moving the situation back and forth and here, there, everywhere. So now all of a sudden, Dalvin Cook supposed to be somebody that the Cowboys sneeze at, right? Oh, the teams of the weapons, Adam Thielen. He's supposed to be less than what the Cowboys' talent was last year. <laughs> Justin Jefferson, oh, he's supposed to be less than, but, but that's okay. Kirk Cousin never had weapons. Oh, oh, oh that's the angle now? 
I can't make this stuff up. But before the season start, they would literally say, man, that's a good team. Hey, man, they got Ham. Oh, Ham, the fullback, and they got Dalvin Cook. Oh, they finna catch with Adam Thielen. Oh, that's finna be lights out with Justin Jefferson. Oh, we heard this story before. We heard, literally, when we played against the Panthers. Boy, DJ Moore, he's finna cook up this team. Oh, hey, even without CMC, you better not sleep on Donald. He's a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. Let me know where I'm lying, Cowboy Nation. Oh, he remember, he spanked that butt last time they played when he was with the Jets. That defense, the number one defense in the NFL. And then after the game, all of a sudden, those boys are nowhere to be found. It's a, it's a bevy of excuses for everybody. Mama, uncle, cousin, Tupac, and Biggie. Oh, excuse me, let me continue. I'm not finna stop there. The, the, the Eagles. Eagles, number two defense against the run. Oh you, oh, you can't stop them. Matter of fact, at the time, number one defense against the run. Number two defense. Number one defense collectively. Jalen Hurt, the second coming. Oh, what was the guy, Deontay Smith? Oh, he's better than Lamb. I heard the storylines. There's nobody in this secondary that's going to stop them or shut them down. Oh, my goodness. I had Eagles fans left and right knocking on the door saying, we're going to beat the Cowboys. We're a better team. And Nick Ariani at the time. He can craft up some plays. Look, Cowboys better watch out. Sariani. oh, and we're going to play some cover two defense. We're going to force Dak Prescott to beat us. Oh, we're going to force the running game to attack us. And then after the game, after the game, we had to go and play this tune for all of the Eagles fans. It's a shame. It's a flat-out shame. And we hear the same conversation for five weeks straight. And, you know, what I really, really love about everything is that I had true and true diehard Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans to reach out to me and said, Law, after game one, your quarterback, No cap. I got a lot of respect for him. I see. Dak Prescott is a real one. I felt real good about those Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. They called in and said, you know what? Y'all, 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 y'all holding the L. But man, I got much respect for those Cowboys. Much respect for them. And that went a long way. Because they can tangibly see. This team different, dog. 
and, and shout out to the Chargers, man. Uh, you know, Chargers fan, they, they reached out and said, hey, Law, your team won, but, man, I can't wait to see y'all, man, again. But, man, your team is good, man. Real one, Dak Prescott. They utilize a balanced approach. Balanced approach. And guess who? The rookie quarterback goes the other direction, 80 yards, and all of a sudden, my Cowboys are in business on the way to 13 and three. Two rookies leading them to 13 and three, and that was the turning point. Man, that was so long ago. Thanks to Kurt Cousins. But thank you very much. That's a new Cousins. Yeah, is it's it? It's a new day. Yeah, he went to a new church. I he got a new it's church. A new old Cousins. <laughs> That's okay. You yeah. will, you'll find out on Sunday night. Oh well, you, you'll find out Sunday night. You, you just bet on Kurt. I sure Cousins, did. And bet I big. Love it. Bet big. My on team it. is. Refreshed, coming off a bye. Nah, I, think I got the hottest defensive player in football, and Trevon Diggs. I got Micah Parsons on the rise, taking over. I think. I think what has happened is your team is starting to read the press clippings. Jerry's starting to, you'll see, <laughs> uh, feel really good. Steven is feeling real good. Everybody's patting him on the back. Troy even said this. This team looks different. It feels different. Everybody's patting them. And the one thing I know about Cowboy players, they love reading the press clippings. Mm. They love that. Mm. They love seeing their name. Yeah. In the paper. Mm -hmm. Well, I loved it last year when Andy Dalton went up to Minnesota and actually beat Kurt Cousins. He beat him. He didn't have a better QBR. It was actually 74 to 75 for Kurt Cousins. But the final score was 31 to 28 Dallas. Okay. There's just something about Kurt Cousins. You're going to find out what it is. Hmm. The W. Really? About to be 5 and 2. Really? Yep. Uh, I. I got this. My no, you team don't. is on a roll, oh, and, and it's goodness. starting to see? feel like a Super Bowl see? roll. You uh, see? How look, 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 look. We we could say that, but let's say that within ourselves. But one one day at a time, one game at a time. Focus only. Put all of your strength and your courage in on uh, this one team. Win your moment at the time. One game at a time, Cowboy Nation. That's how we got to view it. That's how we got to see it. Um, but I, I love listening to that show for slapping in those guys. Everything else is crazy. Uh, <clears throat> I, I've seen some comments. I see we got some Viking people in the house. Shout out to all of the Viking fans in the house. I, I've, I've read the comment, Justin Jefferson is going to burn our secondary. I read it, you know, and, and I've read it. I've read Keenan Allen was going to do such. Uh, Deontay. Devontae, I think it's Devontae, Devontae. D Smith, shout out to him, Road Tide. D Smith was going to burn us, you know. Uh, and DJ Moore, we, we would not be able to cover or slow him down. And, and, and shout out to Kadarius Tony, you know. They, I, they all been uh, wonderful wide receivers that we faced, right? But after the game is over with, everybody will be using those bevy of excuses and they will say this and they will say that. And on top of that, Cowboy Nation, Jeff Jefferson is cool. He ain't no Keenan Allen, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, he still got a little ways to go to be a DJ more, you know. So I'm not Devontae. Appreciate you, man. I would call him Deontay, Devontae. So, uh, and Thielen, he's pretty good. You know, I'm not finna sit here and sneeze at the guy. I think he's leading their particular team in touchdowns. So it should be a good battle. It should be a good game. It should be. So, hey, before you crown him, you know, 
<laughs> we let them off the hook. Before you crown them, be sure. I just have this little saying, keep the same energy. So I don't want you rolling around and running away. And um, let's keep it real, Cowboy Nation. All right, so really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in. Uh, thank you guys for being part of this show. I, I just tell people all the time, continue to reshape your mind to the positive things, right? PVO, as Lady Jessica would say. But this team, I love the mystery. I love how we psych the opposition out. You know, just a couple of weeks ago, they said Tyron Smith won't be able to play, right? And all we did was saw him out there against the Patriots. And that was the first time, that was the first time I saw that this particular team loved to use the mind, shift and shape it. So with Rain Dakota Prescott, I know he's going through a lot in his mind with the death of his grandmother. God been through a lot. The calf injury, right? The family. I told everybody before this same sentiment. You want to be like a knot tied in a rope. When the opposing forces is pulling on you, you get tighter, stronger, built to last. And if you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for, to work day and night for, to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it, and it makes you hold all of the things tawdry and cheap for, if life itself seems empty and useless without it, and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you'll gladly go out there and sweat for it, and fret for it, and plan for it, and lose all terror, of God or man for it. If you are simply, oh, just simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength, and scarcity, with faith, hope, confidence, stern pertinacity. If neither cold, poverty, famous, or pain turn you away from the thing you want. If dogged and grim and beseed and besetting with the help of Almighty. I got a bad cow. I got a bad back. I just lost my grandmother. You will get it. Keep your head high. Eyes through the finish. See this thing through, Cowboy Nation. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Now it's time to roll credits, baby. Fight. It's mental warfare. I want to be great. I'm going to play with the flu. I want to be great. I play with broken ribs. I want to be great. Nowadays, nothing really excites me. Only one of me and nobody's like me. Phone ringing and I tell him it's ice. I got wifey on blinking sheets. Freeze, freeze, photo, photo, please, no photos. Jeez, no more, baby. Mindset, yeah. Hit the door it's a game at the end of the day. Shout out to the mic. It's going to be a good game. Time to roll credits. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Let's go. One love.
Shout out to the super chat, Posey, JD, Justin, Alex, K, Matt, King, Mel, John, Noble, Royalty. Yeah, let's go, let's go, baby. Appreciate everybody for jumping in. Hey, we can't argue, but I can tell you one thing: you're listening to nothing but best. Watch what the enemies close have me thinking they're friends. They close with the enemies. Come on. I don't feel safe in my ass. Yeah. So many years I've been swaying for the wins. I'm in debt to no one but the one who took my sins. I do it for real. There's no reason to pretend. If I do it once, I do it again. Come on. And if you're watching all the way to this point, and you have not hit that like button, nor you shared this thing. Like I said, if you had not shared this content, yeah, we family, baby. Never let man put limitations on you. Never let man put limitations on you. Let's continue to grind and shine, baby. And if you don't understand the words, if you don't like the words that I'm saying, let's go, baby. Come on. I think I fell in love. Want you lean for a little bit? Pray up, get money, then we lay low, then we lay low. Freaking some of that mama's cooking on you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Turn me up. Everything is on me. You Let's go, baby. Come on. I'm just doing me. My dog is. Yay. Ho. Hey. Hey, don't forget, we're giving away that CD Lamb jersey. The real authentic jersey, by the way. Shout out to Kwame Brown for that mama's cooking. <laughs> yeah, let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's slow it down just a little bit. Yeah, come on. Y'all rolling with me. On your way out, shout out to everybody for watching. Shout out to Viking Jerome in the house. He says 420. <laughs> he said 420 all day, huh? 
I feel you though, fam. Smoke weed every day. Hey, KD. Sadiqua. Hey. Come on, come on. Cowboy, shout to you, Sally. KD, Don't let the Stephen White, come on. What we tell him? The greatest running back of all time is going to make an appearance for the Cowboys. And his name is not Herschel Walker. Here we go. Let's look into the greatest Don't running back of all time. Y'all see him. You know it's where the helmet is spinning. Mad man. Let's go. Hey, ho. Appreciate you. If a paper crane can fly, shout to you, Jay Worthy. That far. Come on. So far. Let me tell so you. far. If a paper crane can fly, then forever doesn't feel that far. So Cowboys far. are number so one. Far. I love that name on YouTube. If a paper crane can Lost fly, soul. appreciate you. Remember, Fly on. you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Jerry Wayne and things. You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but you do the work. Inside because if you it. don't do the work, no disrespect. If you don't do all the work, do the work. Don't just do the talent. Do the work. If you don't do the work, the other things that you don't develop, they're going to catch up with you. I'm not telling you don't look good and don't drive good. Listen. But may your insides be just as deep as your outsides. May your insides be just as deep as your car. Let's go, Cowboys. Kobe just wanted it more than everybody else wanted. Come on. Kobe was relentless. You gotta want Kobe it. Kobe had a value of relentless. He didn't just know the word relentless. He was relentless. It was in his DNA. Some of you say the word, but it's not a value. Shut up to you, KT. Some of you say the word because you know coach want to hear the word. But you, you are not. You are not relentless. You just say the word. You repeat what you hear. But when you get to a point where you make a decision to be relentless, there are things that people who are relentless get that people who are not, they don't get. 
understand that. Gotta be relentless. What? Ain't nobody about to give you nothing. Success is earned. Just because you're stronger, bigger, and bolder, ain't nobody about to just hand it over to you. You gotta work for it. No doubt, no doubt you gotta work for it. We all go through it. You yes. think you're the only one? You think you're special? You think your pain is worse than my pain? Some of you, though, you let your pain punk you. You let your pain punk you. You let your pain make you quit. Come on. You think you're the only one going? You think because I got money and I'm the number one motivational speaker that all my pain gone? Listen. I say an alligator is so ferocious it'll kill a lion. But I can kill, a, I can kill an alligator with my bare hands. Little old E.T., how? They say when you want to kill an alligator, you kill it right after it eats. Because mm. right after it eats, it gets satisfied. Five and one. And it goes to a state like it's almost paralyzed. Mm. Some of y'all in this room, are you paralyzed? Are oh, you paralyzed? You had a little success? Mm-hmm. You done what nobody else in your family has done and now you chilling? Mm-hmm. Come on, you ain't hungry no more? Come on. I said alligator. Come on with it, baby. <laughs> Boy, I'm ready to play some football now. Gotta be hungry. PhD mentality. You Poor, hungry, and determined. You haven't accomplished nothing yet. But I'm hurt. Get out there. But I'm sick. Something inside of you that Get says, out there. I just have to follow that. I'm down. Because Stand up. They say if you fall, try to land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. Get up. Wow, 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 wow.